This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. So Hoday comes in. Every time you're in, he comes in. Now be nice to him. Be nice to him. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> be nice? No, I have a difficult time because you don't listen to me. Well, and You don't true. listen to me, and I... It goes both ways. Well, no, I do listen to him because I'm going to say something today that you're going to shock people, but are you a different type? When you ran for mayor, and I know I always bring this up, and that's your love thing. It. You, you love keep, it. You love it. No, love I it. don't bring to love it because I think you didn't listen to me. You could have been, I don't know if you'd be Mike Houston or not. He was, Mike was ready to go at that time. People were ready for Mike uh, for whatever reason. Well, I think they were because people felt financially the city was a little challenging and so on. But, but having said that, are you a different type person today in, in a public life than you were in 2011? I have no idea. You know, people, you and other people say that I think to so. me all the time. I say no, but, uh, uh, you know, well, I'm in an official office now, so you have to, you know, be different, you know, and, oh, you, and, you, and you have to. I, I actually work for the people of the state of Illinois right now, so I'm employed by the citizens of the 95th district, and so the, there's a certain way that you, I think you should act and behave and, and do things. So may, maybe that's the case because I, I think a lot of times when I wanted these jobs and all that, some people might not think, oh, are you serious? When I went in and applied with sure. the Sangamon County and Christian and Macon County, you know, one of the things where people are, well, are you going to be able to do this? Are you going to go to all the stuff? You know, are you going to be able I, I think sometimes people forget, you know, my family, we're a family of workers, and we work all the time, and I think uh, that people wasn't weren't maybe sure if I was going to do the work uh, that that's required when you're state representative, and when I'm talking about that, go to a lot of events, you know, interact with people on a daily basis, because I think people were concerned uh, due to the business that I'm in and the businesses that we have that I wouldn't be able to do that. But I'm fully committed to the job. I really like being the state representative, and I'm going to do everything uh, I can in my power to represent the people of the 95th district uh, in the best way possible. So maybe that's the difference. I, I don't know. Frustration. Oh, it frustrate. Well, I, I wouldn't say that I'm frustrated because I kind of knew what I was getting into okay. when you got there. I mean, we're in a super minority. Uh, that is, um, you know, that's very disappointing. And I, I will tell you, when you're in the chamber and you see some of the things that are said, some of the things that are voted on, uh, you sit there and wonder, where do the where are these people from? You know, are they are they from you know the state of Illinois? It's a, they could be from a foreign country as far as some of their ideas. And so that's frustrating. But the nice part about it is you can help people. I, I get calls all the time, you know, try and help them. Uh, I got a call the other day. Some lady had a problem with Secretary of State, so I got a hold of the Secretary of State for him. Uh, I have somebody that uh, is trying to find out uh, how their relative got a bronze star, so I got up in contact with Veterans Affairs. I mean, there's just different things that you can do uh, in the job. And I, I've always done favors for people. I'm, I'm one of those types. My father's the same way. Uh, we seem very stern uh, on the outside and all that, but if someone says, hey, can you help me out, we, we'll always help people out. This position allows me to help people a lot more and a lot easier, so I, I like that part. We talked to Senator Turner last week uh, when she was on. We asked about, and you've, you're on both sides of the issue because you are chairperson of the BOS board, the Convention Center board. Um, what steps needs to be taken before we have some announcement that, yes, there will be an expansion? And is that a slam dunk? In your guess, it's just a matter of not if but when. No, it is not a slam okay. dunk. And uh, you, you've been talking about it and stuff like that. It's definitely not a slam dunk. Is it a possibility? Absolutely. 
Uh, there's several steps that have to be taken in order to make that happen. Be, be honest. So since 2006, I've been the chairman, or 2005, I've been the chairman of the Bank of Springfield Center, and we've had plans in place at all times for an expansion. Different scenarios. Do you go, you know, two blocks? Do you attach it? Do you, so we've had that for um, many, many uh, years. Uh, what we're, we're what we've looked at now with the intermodal transportation system fabulous project for downtown we're hoping that it you know just changes the entire landscape of downtown you know what are the possibilities for having an expanded convention center taking us from a tier three to a tier two convention center and uh the first step is how do we fund it we we don't have the ability to fund it we're not big enough to bond it out and fund it so it's going to take one intergovernmental participation whether through the county through the city um and then it was going to take some sort of a funding source. We've, you know, you talked to Senator Turner and she and I worked together and uh, there, there's a partial funding source that has been, there's these new TID districts, tourism improvement districts. Now these districts allow to uh, add on to a hotel lodging stay. And if you build these tourism districts, then that might be a funding source. The key there is might. We can't decide to do that. Then there's a whole uh, process of going through that. You have to set up the district. You have to set up the area. You have to set up the parameters. You have to have a CVB, CVB involved. The Hotel Motel Lodging Association wow. has to be in favor of it. They're the ones that have the power on that. If they would vote, if you, after you build the district, if they decide that you're going to have the district and what it goes for, then it happens. So there's so many pieces of a puzzle to make it happen. Now, is there a lot of positive support? I know you've talked to Scott Dahl. Yes, I, I think uh, Chairman Van Meter is supportive. I think Mayor Misty is supportive. And so we're in the process of just trying to figure out, can we make it happen? And if we can, I, I, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to uh, have uh, friends, and they, they've looked at it for us, you know, developers and stuff like that. And uh, so we, we, we've, we've got the broad scope of what needs to be done. But, I mean, there's several, several steps, several bodies of government that would have to agree uh, to get that to happen. Knew you before you ran for mayor, but, but I thought you always had the ability, common sense. Mm-hmm. Do you think your philosophy about government and the role and how government should act, is that in step with the entire state of Illinois, or do you think it's just your philosophy flies downstate, maybe south of Interstate 80? Uh, my philosophy, I believe, is the correct philosophy. I don't know that it goes well in, in the chamber. Uh, we've got a chamber of very young people, um, very, very young, especially on the other side of the aisle, and they've got considerable power. Uh, and I don't think they have a lot of the life experience, and they believe that there's unlimited amounts of money, that this is going to go on forever. Quite honestly, COVID... Uh, it, COVID for the state of Illinois, for the state of California, and the state of New York are probably the best things to ever happen to them, these big states, because they got that federal money to help them with their budgets. We're going to see now in the next two to three years how it's going to be when we don't have that federal money coming in anymore. And I'm scared of what it's going to be like. You know, everybody, every costs have gone up. We've increased everything. And will we have that revenue stream going forward? Uh, That remains to be seen. What can the Republicans do statewide, Mike? to get uh, to at least be a little effective and not be in the super minority. What can the party do 
Uh, I think we're solid in central Illinois, we being the Republicans, if you will, solid in central Illinois. But what can we do all over the state? Well, the first, I, I think the first thing, we'll, we'll just stick with the House of Representatives. Okay. First thing in the House of Representatives, we're on the right track because we've got the right leader in Tony McComb. And she has got the first thing that she's trying to do is she wants to make sure we have member retention. And she's doing a tremendous job. She's got a tremendous outreach program with the staff and everything for the existing reps to make sure that they're out in the community, they're doing what's needed to get reelected and all that. Uh, We're going to have to, you know, we're at a problem because of the uh, districts. The gerrymandering of districts makes it very, very difficult. But we're going to have to be open as Republicans. You know, Southern Republicans or where we're at, our values may not coincide with, you know, the suburbs of the city of Chicago. We're going to have to decide, you know, are we willing to take a Republican that's not pure, doesn't believe in everything we believe in, over a Democrat? And what traditionally has kind of happened, we we bury that candidate that can win in the suburbs uh, for a very conservative candidate in the North. And I would consider myself to be a very conservative person and a candidate. But we we run somebody against them in the primary, and then that person can't win up there. So we're going to have to decide as a party, what do we want to do? Do we want to be in the super minority? Do we want to stand in the chamber and make speeches and scream and yell and you know pound our fists and all that? Or do we want to pick up seats and actually make a difference? And I think the, the third thing that we've really got to look at is, is issues are on our side. If you're worried about crime, you should vote for the Republican Party. You know, if you're worried about taxes, you should vote for the Republican Party. And we need to get that stuff out there because if we don't, I mean, you've seen with the Safety Act, uh, just just that's one. Taxes, uh, I, there's no reason to not vote for the Republican Party if you, if that's what you believe. And I think as times change and as inflation is going through the roof, uh, people are going to say, hey, what's going on here? How long do you have to serve in the House before if somebody comes to you and said, you need to run for statewide office? Would oh, you consider? For, no, probably not. Why not? Well, one, it's not going to happen. Well, we don't so, know that. Yeah. We don't know that. I, why not have a downstate business person run for state treasurer someday? I, I wouldn't want to be the state treasurer. Yeah. Oh, you want to be governor or what? Well, sure. I'll be, if it was governor, if they wanted me to be governor, you know, where you got real control and real power, that'd be great. But I, that's not going to happen. And so I, I'm very happy to be the rep for the 95th district. It's a really nice district. It works out perfectly for my situation. And uh, so that's really all I'm interested in, um, in, in helping the Republican Party grow throughout the state of Illinois. And not really just the Republican Party helping us have policies so that we grow and we prosper and it makes it better for our children to live in the state of Illinois and hopefully come back. You know, I, I, that's, that's, I've told you before, that's why I did it. I've gotten my children to come back, but I want everybody's kids to come back. I don't want them to go to Florida. You know, I don't want them to go to Alabama. I don't want them to go to Texas. I want them to be here in Illinois because Illinois is a great state. It's Springfield's a great place to live. The whole central Illinois is a great place to live, but we've got to make sure the infrastructure is there to bring these kids back. Did you, uh, could you agree with what Tim Butler said that if you really want to have an impact in the community, the mayor is the place to do it from? Oh, absolutely. And you really believe that? Yeah. yeah okay. That's the, that's the most important position, uh, in, in town. Uh, and that's, that's one of the reasons I'm very excited with, uh, mayor Misty. Uh, I think she's going to do a sensational job. Uh, she's out in the community. She wants to make change. She wants to make it better. She is a real people person. 
And so she communicates with everybody. She's easily accessible from, you know, uh, for me, but for everyone. And I think she's willing to work with all of us and uh, with the council, with, with the county, uh, with Senator Turner, with the governor, with myself. She's willing and open to work with everybody. And I think it's going to pay dividends in the next four years. I, that's, that is, that's, I'll tell you what, and she, she'll be a big reason if, if we do get a Bank of Springfield expansion, she'll be a huge, huge reason of why we would, you know, because if she's not for it, it won't happen. So, you, you know, I, I think she is supportive of it and all that. So, political hat on. Uh, there's the music. Can Donald Trump beat Joe Biden in 24? Oh, I, 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 well, prediction. Prediction is neither one of them run. The hope of a lot of people, brother. Thank you, Michael. All right, thank you. State Representative Mike Coffey in the house, as always. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.